see the spikes i think we're good are we good i see lots of little baby spikes on mine so we're gonna get some mess background oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah to be expected oh well hello and welcome everyone back to paranormal captivity we are so sorry we dropped off the face of the planet uh we've just <laughs> we've been doing a lot of things june was june was a month mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but we are here now yes we are and it is no longer june and that is true it is no longer june yeah but we are back now and we have maybe we should you know announce a little bit now and then get into the end of the last book and then we'll we'll do the blurb at the end but because of um some of the listening and learning and just everything that we've been soaking up um in the in this time and during the uh the protest for George Floyd and police brutality and and uh, all of that we have been looking at uh, a lot of blind spots potentially that we may have that we did have because we started talking and we were like we don't even know if they're they're obviously our black authors who write in the cozy mystery space let's find them mm-hmm. so julia do you want to do the honors of introducing us to our next book i'm so excited <gasps> Oh, no, I don't have it with me. I can't blurb it. Oh, no. Well, that's okay. I was going to say, well, maybe we should blurb it at the end to give a like a, a big shout out at the end and a little teaser. But we are so excited. I have it right here. I can do a little. I'm I'm like trying to show the book to the microphone as if you guys can see it through the microphone. <laughs> we'll post a picture, too. We can, we can definitely see it. I can see it. It is <laughs> the cutest. If you can't see it in your head right now, you should go look it up because it is the cutest cover I have ever seen in my entire life. It truly, I 100% agree with that. Yes. It is called A Deadly Inside Scoop, and it's by Abby Collette. And the cover, like, we'll post a picture, but it is truly just the cutest thing on the planet. There is a cat on the cover, a cute little, little all white, like kind of fluffy, like snow puff looking cat. We had a cat called Snow Puff when we mm-hmm. were kids. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No mention of a cat in the blurb, but I have hope that there is a cat because why else would there be a cat on the cover? Yep, exactly. Um, and do you want to describe this ice cream cone that is also on the cover? Yes. So the ice cream cone is super cute. It looks delicious and also deadly. So it's a little, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like kind of generic one scoop cone but the way the um the like drips are coming down it kind of looks like the like the teeth of a skull and then the sprinkles are in the shape of like the eye and the nose of a skull 
So it just kind of goes along with the whole, like, Dudley inside scoop, lots of, like, punniness in the title, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's about, um, without going into too great of detail, because we'll blurb it at the end, but it's about mm-hmm. um, a a young woman who, I does she move back to her old hometown or has she always lived there it doesn't matter we'll blurb it we'll figure it out (laughs) um but is in her old hometown and taking over her family's ice cream business Um, and murder and mayhem ensue and i'm assuming she gets caught up in the plot and trying to figure out who done it who done it who done it and i'm also uh very excited for, I, I think there's four or five homemade ice cream recipes in the back. Woo! So I'm not saying we will, but I'm not saying we won't try to make them ourselves and let you know how it goes. Yes. I wholeheartedly... Do we... We can address this offline as well, but I do... I am concerned. Does Do we need ice cream makers to make these? Because I definitely don't have one of those. You know, I don't either, but I was consider I was already considering buying one for myself. Were you? Because I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend from grad school who's been posting like the most delicious looking Insta stories of her just like taking up the hobby of ice cream making Ugh. during <laughs> during quarantine and all of her recipes look so good and I have so many ideas and actually in the back of the book one of the recipes is like a sweet corn ice cream and I feel like incredibly intrigued by it yeah that sounds amazing so yes I think you should do it because I think ice cream could be the bread making of summer quarantine yeah Yeah, it might be (laughs) it might just be also speaking of ice cream mm-hmm. um there is a small like locally owned um and black owned biz- ice cream business awesome in baltimore that i just discovered and they do they do deliver within baltimore so that's exciting but they're also opening up their first storefront like just down the street from me Ugh. And so they're doing their, like, little Kickstarter campaign right now, but they have, like, so many good ice cream flavors, and they're all, like, they're all influenced by, like, their world travels, so they have, like, <gasps> a, like a Mexican hot chocolate and, um, like, a sweet potato pie. Cool. And, yeah, like a, um, oh my gosh, what is that, like, Cuban coffee-flavored ice cream so uh yeah it's just i'm really excited for that store to open <laughs> yeah that sounds amazing yeah well so that's our plan for the future we do recognize that we do have to address the end of caught dead handed we don't want to but we don't want to <laughs> um yeah we so I don't even really know. We're A, we're sorry to leave you guys hanging for so long. We know that it, it was a long time um, since we kind of, we didn't even like stop at a good point. We yeah. were kind of just in the middle of a book. I don't even remember where we stopped, but I can tell you that 
even though we left it hanging, we like also kind of didn't leave it hanging because everything that we talked about that we were like, oh my God, I'm so afraid that's going to happen. I hope it doesn't. All of that happened. (laughs) Yes, correct. Yeah. It was was exactly what we were afraid it was going to be. Yeah. It was really wild because yeah, I'm pretty sure that last episode we did talk about like, oh, I really hope it's not going down this route or this route. And it went down like all of those routes. All like, of the terrible routes. Yeah. And it didn't even like include the fun parts like the fucking ball that I wanted. <laughs> I keep forgetting that she didn't even make it to the ball. That was like your big. She didn't make it to the ball. They teased a ball and like uh, she got a fun dress and then like she didn't even get to go party at the end. Yeah. To that point, too, I kept this as, like, a smaller point because some of the bigger things are bigger things in this. Right, yeah. But I will say that that was one thing that I was also sad to not see go go full circle was the, like, I thought she was going to get some kind of, like, moment to be, like, you guys have been objectifying me this entire book. Like, why did I have to parade this dress in front of this, like, skeezy, skeezy? (laughs) Is that a word? I was going to say creepy. But somehow mm-hmm. Skiji came out, um, the station manager guy. And, like, there are just so many moments like that throughout the book where, like, she's objectified by men. Where, like, I, including the ball gown. And I was, like, I really wanted her to, like, that was the whole point, partly at least, was for her to have this, like, really kick-ass moment in the dress at the ball. And I was really hoping for that to be more of, like, a more progressive stance on that, I guess. Like, to turn it back around but it didn't do that it didn't do that no and actually she ended up naked at the end in front of a bunch of people so it like really took a turn you're right it did take way worse a turn yeah i mean it took worse of a turn than her ending up naked but that was like the cherry on top where it was like and now she's naked oh god and then like rescued by which like Okay, yes, definitely. I was very taken in by the romance between Detective Mondello and Lee. But it was kind of right. It was at the end where, like, they had escaped this harrowing situation. Not Detective Mondello, Lee and um, her Aunt Ibby. And then all of a sudden he swoops in and is like, oh, hey, you're naked. Here, take my coat. Like, it was so, like, saving her E, you know? Yeah, very damsel in distress. Yeah. Although I did enjoy that, like, they didn't actually get there in time and they had to fucking climb off the roof themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, we basically talked about for, like, an entire month about how we wanted to talk about this book. And we don't really have any actual answers. <laughs> we did kind of decide we don't want to go into, like, too much detail because basically the biggest thing that we found um problematic was just the it really veered into what we see as transphobia yeah it definitely misrepresented what it is to be trans it also i think misrepresented what it is to have a mental illness and yes like definitely victim blamed a lot a lot a lot yes yeah like definitely went into some like very problematic areas in terms of like demonizing anyone who has like been through trauma yeah no you're totally right and i think that was one of the 
from the beginning, I think that was one of the more uncomfortable things to kind of uncover as everything sort of un- unravels was to to know that this person had gone through so much trauma and yet still they are vilified and also wrapped up into all of these other right like mental health stereotypes and transgender stereotypes like it just felt so yeah I don't know it was just it was a lot and like like we said like actually one of the one of the things I do know I want to talk about in terms of the end of this book is that Julia has promised me that she has written in her head her own version of the ending. I do. So I do want I to hear a, that. I have a completely different version of the ending that I know we we already talked about you know, where the book was heading in the last section mm-hmm. and so I think everyone can kind of guess what the the like actual ending was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do have my own, and I think it. So I was trying to t- figure out how to tie in, like, so I think when we left it off, we were still hanging on, like, the whole figuring out how. Um, oh my god, I'm like, it's been so long, I'm forgetting characters, like all the characters' names. How <laughs> George and mm-hmm. yeah, um, his sister like the main character or like one of the main characters what was her name <laughs> oh my god what was her name vivian i literally that wasn't no. it <laughs> no <laughs> i actually don't remember oh, either no. oh no okay well how <laughs> george and his sister um uh-huh, uh-huh. like how the whole they're like time in England went and like because he like went over with his brother whose name I'm also forgetting oh no me too oh no oh oh god (laughs) should we I don't have the book anymore I rented it from the library so I can't even like go back to double check (laughs) I put it somewhere because I was mad at it and I haven't been able to find it since (laughs) oh god okay um William. William, yes. William was the brother. And then I feel like the sister's name is on the tip of my tongue. Because remember that scene or that episode, that like moment where Aunt Ibby is talking to her her love interest, the Janice. Scottish... Janice! Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Glad I could just Oh talk. my god, I just pulled those out of my ass. I <laughs> like didn't even... I don't even know where that came from. Which only proves that maybe you just put on a front of not knowing names. And if I really don't come through, you can pull them out. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me at least two and a half minutes, but I'll come up with them. <laughs> I'll come up with them eventually. Yeah, we'll leave you guys to wonder how much of that I cut out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think where we left off, we were still trying to figure out the whole, like, you know, how everything tied together in England and, like, how... Janice and Willie were like involved or you know like related or like how that was interconnected mm-hmm. um and like where George fit into all of this and where Ariel fit into all of this right and like her coven and whatnot so in in the real book I feel like they the author really didn't like dive in 
to the witch and the like coven involvement i feel yes. like she could have done a lot more with that you know oh 100 percent. that was like i feel like we kept saying that from the beginning of like oh yeah we're gonna get like a witch like a coven type like um oh my god why am i losing i've lost all of my words today uh rivalry <laughs> like a rivalry of covens oh uh-huh. and like or we're gonna get some like we're just gonna get the the juice we're gonna get the gossip yeah, we're gossip. gonna get like something good mm-hmm. something paranormal yeah, yeah. No, i feel like the author definitely tried to like i don't know i feel like she she like teased us with you know like witches and covens and then she tried to make the solution like a real world yeah. solution and like fell so flat and just like everything was so inaccurate yeah and like she did she wove such webs too of like um what was it river north too and like the more we learn about river we like learn more about her in the the end section too that like she was actually taken in by ariel's coven even though she was in a different coven and now she's like sort of becoming i forget what what title ariel had but she was sort of like working towards that and like oh my gosh i don't know things like that just were so much more interesting yeah they definitely could have gone more into that and then there was like a weird like off shoot storyline of like you know ariel's like book that she had found from like uh like one of the like her ancestor witches who led that had like actual magic in it so Mm -hmm. she was like actually learning magic and like before she had died she was like practicing actual spells and then like lee found the book and just like tossed it into the fire at the end and was like all right bye oh my god which was infuriating yes i literally just rolled my eyes i was so mad about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah anyway the beginning of my second ending <laughs> <laughs> yes please tell us so the beginning of my second ending starts i guess would start and when george and willie went to london and like fill in the blanks of like their backstory however you want um i'm not so concerned with that part but i was thinking that if she had written in willie as just like a like very problematic kind of like sociopathic child from the beginning that it would that would go along with my storyline just kind of like you know, the this, this, this stereotypical, like, this kid's going to turn into a serial killer. Mm. So he was, like, kind of evil from the, the get-go, just like a creepy child, you know? Yeah. Um. So in, in my plot line, when they went to England, it would be more along the lines of, like, maybe Willie had gotten, like, sick. He had some sort of, like, childhood illness. Um, so they went to London to see, like, a specialist or a doctor and then he dies mm. in the hospital right at the same time that Janice is there also getting treated for something and she <gasps> dies at the same time. So it's more of a like Willie's spirit goes into her and it's like a possession. Oh, shit. Yeah. That Okay. See, that's yes. That's interesting. And then yeah. like George kind of discovers it, even though he doesn't always believe it. But then that's why they kind of connect and mm-hmm. then they come oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm totally into that yeah so then like the doctors revive janice like right as willie's spirit goes in so they like kind of both come back at the same time and then like george figures it out and then they kind of have that like you know toss up for you know like who's in control and so yeah then like 
I guess, spring forward a little bit or flash forward to present times. Willie's kind of like just kind of hanging around as like a possession possessive spirit that is like always in the background. Um, And then you could bring in more of the like witchy coveny type influence because Ariel obviously would notice something like that. And so then she would be like, this is something of the spirit realm. We need to like get the witches involved and do like a anti possession something something and I don't know I'm I don't know witchy lingo but like anyway mm-hmm. that would be that would have been my plot line well yeah for sure because then it could have been that Ariel was killed somehow doing like an exorcism or you know by Willie taking full control of Janice or something like that and then Lee could have come through and like in the same way that Lee has already stepped into Ariel's shoes Lee could have it could have connected this book too right that like Ariel I mean Lee could have found the book and there could have been information in there that helped her and maybe because she has the powers that she has she maybe could have been successful and you know maybe performed a a full exorcism on Janice or something along those lines yeah exactly and if you don't want to have the whole like you know, evil child trope, then you could even have, like, uh, someone comes along, like, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt in Ghost Whisperer. You can have, like, the um, Melinda, (laughs) what's her name? Melinda, oh my god, I can't remember. I I forget, yeah. Yeah, from Ghost Whisperer and, like, help Willie cross over so it wouldn't even have to be, like, uh, an exorcism. It could be, like, this is a disgruntled spirit and let's help him along even though he murdered a bunch of people. Oh, and it could have been on the show. It could have been, like, Oh, actually live too and that could have been like playing into her character too yeah that could have oh my gosh that could have been the big showdown it could have like all been caught on camera on tv and everyone would just be like a plus 100 percent ratings uh-huh. like such a good show and no one yeah. would have known that it was actually real exactly or it could have been in the middle of the ball and she could have actually made it to the ball yeah true we do need that could have been like the end cap you know like some because it's still a cozy mystery like it could have been that could have been like the epilogue of like she ends up at the at the ball with detective mondello and um what's his face the guy scott that got took her job could have like you know eaten his heart out and whatever like revenge she wanted on him Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah i like it jules i think that's a good one yeah well it's better than what we got it it is i think it was definitely like what what this made me realize is that she needed to like pick an avenue and like humanize that experience more i think because what we get in the end is mental health transgender what else like there's something else too with them oh trauma like childhood Mm -hmm. trauma sexual abuse like it's so many things and it's all like and so many things that like do tend to play into stereotypes for each of those avenues and so it's like you know it could have also been really interesting if she you know took out the the abuse and the um mental health or mental illness and gone with you know maybe she does have a really great transgender character in here and like maybe janice could have come out as like part of one of the covens you know and like janice had the suspicion thrown on her but then 
it could have been a good moment to be like, why do we suspect this person? Like, is it just because we don't understand? Maybe we should look at that. And then it's actually someone else because Mm -hmm. it's still... And like, even the um, people who were killed, it would have made more sense for it to be someone else. Because like, wasn't it literally the answer just like, oh, they were killed because they found out or whatever? Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was like a really weak connection. It was like something... It was like something that had like triggered Willie's like past trauma. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. I think she she definitely threw too many things together that were then like poorly explained and poorly like, right, not humanized, like just poorly Mm -hmm. turned into like half half characters or like partial characters. Yeah. That didn't do any justice to, you know, what she was actually trying to talk about. So she definitely needed to either, like, focus on one or not even try. Yeah, it was, yeah, it just was so much. And, like, yeah, I wonder, I wonder what led this author to decide on so many things. If maybe she felt like she was adding to the mystery in that way or, you know, what the thought process was on that. Yeah, or she was just trying to, like, tie too many aspects of the story together with, like, one character. Yeah. But but honestly, she left, like, I don't know. I mean, without going into too many details that are probably, like, traumatizing for other people to have to hear about. But she did, like, leave a lot of loopholes in poor explanations and like over overuse of like too many character traits too many poorly explained character traits yeah it just like left a lot of like gaps in the story and a lot of gaps Mm. in how she tried to connect them all and like aside from her like connections and explanations being like offensive and terrible they just like didn't finish the story well in general yeah yeah no for sure yeah i feel like we even said that last episode too of like aside from the things that are not super humanizing to characters or not super you know can be pretty harmful in certain aspects and i think on top we were saying like that's obviously the bigger thing but we're also bummed that like if it goes that route it's probably the ending's not going to be as satisfying either Mm -hmm. i mean because it'll be as problematic as it is, but also because it'll just be disappointing because, you know, it just wasn't, it just really wasn't looped back into the, and, you know, the whole premise is like Salem and witches and Halloween, like Halloween is coming up and it really felt more like, like that was a backdrop as a put, like even Lee's powers, like they felt like that was not even super, like she didn't even have to really have the powers for the ultimate like conclusion or you know for the way that it ended and yeah i don't know it just was very yeah it was just it was just a bummer <laughs> getting a grand finale and also chuni just started playing with his chirpy bird toy so we're gonna have some some background noises coming up whoa 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 but yeah, that's okay. If Since we did think it was going to be a shorter episode just in general, since we didn't really want to go through all of the specifics, but did want to kind of call it call out the end of the book, um, should we blurb this amazing book? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I don't have mine with me, but 
I have my... You, you go for it. I've got it right here. So this is A Deadly Inside Scoop by Abby Collette. The first book in a charming new mystery series set in an ice cream parlor serves up murder a la mode. Also, I feel like we didn't mention this book literally just came out, like, in Ju- back in June, right? Like, um, you know, I actually don't know when it came out, but I do know if you follow the author on Instagram, she posted a picture of the cover of the next book in the series, and it is equally as adorable. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I love it. I love that. So, so cute. It's blue. Oh, it's blue. Love it. Love it. It's blue. I think it's coming out um like next january ish so we may have to wait a little while but that's not too far away no that's really true i mean as far as quarantine goes (laughs) we're all (laughs) just hanging out plus oh my gosh it was really fun i actually um found the nearest black owned bookstore and i ordered and had it shipped to me and it was so it just was like i never have like physical books shipped to me and it felt like a it felt good to like you know support the black community and like learn more about you know the bookstore that i didn't know about Mm -hmm. um but it also just felt really good to have a book shipped to me especially during quarantine yeah you know i actually did the same thing when i ordered this book i ordered from um I didn't order from one nearby. I ordered from a Black-owned bookstore in, I think it was Chicago. But Oh, nice. Um, I ordered, yeah, this one as like a physical book. And then I also ordered um, My Sister the Serial Killer. Oh, yes. And it was, so yeah, you're right. It is nice because I always like wait until like, the last minute because I'm like dumb and lazy and then like panic order the like Kindle version off of Amazon, yeah. which I'm trying really hard not to do anymore because I'm trying yeah. really hard to cut Amazon out of my life. <laughs> me too. Seriously, me too. I really, I, I realized that like almost everything I could do on Amazon, I mean, granted there is the like convenience of it coming so fast, but I realized that like everything I use it for, I just need to build in more time to buy things at more local places and like just be more conscientious so it's like i can do this i just need to put the planning into it which like mm-hmm. i can do that yeah yeah same i'm like really trying to hopefully soon we'll be able to like fully cut amazon out of my life yeah and i think i think kindle is my last kind of holdout yeah. of like things that i still sometimes resort to buying on Amazon, but I'm trying really hard and it was, I will say, very nice to order this book and get it in, like, physical form. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, too. You know what we should do? We should have Dad give us a tutorial in, like, all of Because I feel like every time we talk to him now, he talks about uh, all of the digital books that he reads through the library. So we should have him give us. He would love nothing more. Oh, I actually, yeah, I, I did that for this last oh. terrible book that we read. <laughs> because they're, not every book that we've read has been on this library app, but it's Hoopla, oh. right? Yeah, I think that, or there's another one that I think, maybe it's different by like region. I think there's one, I forget what the one for... Um, Oh, there's something else that anyway, but yes, that's definitely the one that dad talks about. Yeah, Hoopla, I I just put in because I have a library card with the Baltimore, the Enoch Pratt library system in Baltimore City. And I just, yeah, put in my library card number and I can like search their whole database and look for books to download. So yeah, it's great. I like it a lot. 
it's that last book that we read was the first one that I actually found on there. Got it. So there's not like always a ton of selection, at least in the cozy mystery section. But mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed it. And it was like super easy to renew because we took so long in reading it and I had to renew it three times. But <laughs> it was really easy to do. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get that set up. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So this blurb starts. Recent MBA grad Bronwyn Kreese has just taken over her family's ice cream shop in Chagrin Falls, Chagrin? Chagrin? Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Oh, I should ask Christine how to say that. Um, and she's going back to basics. Wynn is renovating? Oh, Wynn! As in her la- Okay. No, that's really cute. Her nickname. Wynn is renovating... Press Creamery to restore to its former glory, and she's fulfilling the filling the menu with delicious homemade ice cream flavors, many from her grandmother's original recipes. Oh my god, love that! But unexpected construction delays means she's missed the summer season. Oh no! Oh no! And then the shop has a literal cold opening. The day she opens her doors, an early first snow descends on the village and keeps the customers away. No. Oh. oh no, sad. To make matters worse, that evening, Wynne finds a body in the snow. I love that that's not like, no. this is so great. Like, this is so perfect cozy mystery to be like, the big problem is the ice cream store has is having a terrible time. The second problem is that there's a body in the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. To make matters worse, that evening, Wynne finds a body in the snow, and it turns out the dead man was a grifter who had an old feud with the Cress family. Oh. Soon, Wynne's father is implicated in his death. It's not easy to juggle a business that is new to her while solving a crime, but Wynne is determined to do it. With the help of her quirky best friends and her tight-knit family, She'll catch the ice cold killer before she has a meltdown. Whoa, uh, so also, ten many out of puns. I know ten <laughs> out of ten for puns. Also, love it. Also, I just oh. while you were doing that, um, I was listening and also looking up the, the name of the second book in the series. It's called Game of Cones. <laughs> Stop everything. That's amazing. Game of Cones? Game of Cones. <laughs> oh, okay. We're a thousand percent reading that book. Yeah. I mean, it's not out yet, but we'll get there. No, but I'm going to pre-order it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, we're so sorry for the delay. Sending all of your, all of you humans and animals good vibes right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right we will talk to you next time yep <laughs> okay bye bye